spirit of God, he lives within you. Here to encourage you that God is with you. I'ma tell you just a little story about the timing in this place. I'm thankful for this time and all his grace. Man, all this week I've been discouraged. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Many times feeling stagnant, just like I'm stuck. But I'm here to show you about the goodness of the Lord. The one who is and is to come, he restores. I've been reborn, recalling times that I've been real delivered. And many times that I was severed. And I was in the county jail, wasn't doing really well. It was hell, I was pushed within that wheelchair. But now I still stand by the grace of God. And the only reason why that I'm here and I am involved is only because his grace and his love and his blood. So if you confess Christ, you will receive love. Listen, I'm trying to ride with you. I'm trying to tell you about the same spirit that died and resurrected. He can still live here on the inside of you. He's the rock and he will ride with you. So never gonna stop. Just like in the days here in Joseph. I'm gonna make it clear so you know this. Focus. Go to Genesis. What up, y'all? This is Willie G. Berry with another Transparent Tuesday. If you heard that freestyle and you liked it, you could actually check out my music. I got three singles out. Word, Repent, and The Way. You can find all three of those singles on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Deezer. It's all over the place. Willie G. Berry, that's W-I-L-L-I-E, G-B-E-R-R-Y. And if you like that freestyle and want to hear more of that kind of content, you could also go to my Facebook, Willie G. Berry. And you could also go to my Instagram, Willie G. Berry underscore G. Berry brand. Excuse me, you could find that. I'm doing that moving forward, progressing into Freestyle Friday, where I'm also encouraging people in their walk with Christ to walk with Christ, and I'm articulating the gospel in rhythm and poetry form improvised from Freestyle Rap. All right, y'all. So we're going to jump right in here. So the question I want to pose to you, and the same one that God is posing on my heart, and I've been asking him just for a long time now this has probably been going on about a year now is God what is your common ground so before I get into the specific examples that God's placed on my heart as far as to really implement this point I want to really open up with y'all so man this week y'all if I were to sum it up in about three to four words emotionally draining it's been pressing but it's been gracious you know it's wild yo because you know the biggest thing I'm really receiving is not only just God's grace but having the freedom the willingness and the ability to be vulnerable and I love my fam I got none beloved, but God has been bringing me to a place of solitude, not isolation, but solitude, uh, just deeper and more intentional alone time with God. And in this alone time, he's been showing me things in me that really I don't want to see, man. You ever see something, uh, a harsh truth about yourself? And you're trying to do everything within your power to either suppress it or run away from it or not deal with it. See, this is the things that I did in the um, in the past when I did not want to confront situations. I'd avoided 
I go out and, and do drugs or or sex or any of these things to, to avoid the harsh truth of the matter of my heart condition. And God has shown me in this season that he can be trusted with my heart. I can trust him and my misunderstandings of who I am amongst others when I feel like I'm all alone, that I'm not by myself, that he's there. And I believe that's very important because there's two extremes that come out of that. I already said the first one is running away and going to my own secret place and creating my own fantasy land of whatever I want to be. And I get to be in control and I get to be God and, and set up all these idols and, and do what I want to do. Right. And then another extreme is completely acting like everything is all good. <laughs> That one right there is, is just realness, just keeping it a buck with y'all that no, 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 I got to act like I have it completely all together. So that way, when I'm in front of everybody else, then everything else appears to be all good. I'm here to tell you, either one of those is not good. N neither one. One of them I'm suppressing. The other one I'm being arrogant and I'm not addressing. In Psalm 51, verse 6, it says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden parts, you will make me to know wisdom. That That's so important, y'all, because when I'm not addressing and being open and honest with the Father, He can't lead me. He can't guide me. It's not that He can't. It's that He's not going to operate in a vessel that is not willing to open up and be honest with him, humbling yourself under his mighty end. It's a real, real serious thing. And I believe we really, really need to take heart to that notion of understanding that we can really render our whole heart to him. When he says, cast all your cares upon him, because he cares for you, I don't think we understand the beautiful exchange that is happening in that moment. For our anxiety, our distractions, when we're broken and fallen into pieces, we can render it to him and he promises us his peace. Not that the world can give, but he gives to us. So in one aspect, we go from being broken but he can take what is broken and bring value to it because the value is found in him. And when the value is found in him, you see who you are in him. And when you see who you are in him, you're able to walk forth in confidence in him because of him, for him, but most importantly with him. So I'm not going to be before y'all too long. I want to leave y'all with two examples. And one of them is actually referring to, re not reoccurring, but really recent news. This is some really recent news. So like I said, y'all, I've been chewing on this. God, what is your common ground for about a year now, right? And within the past year, what have we been going through? We've been going through COVID, right? So those two extremes I was telling you about in my personal life, let's really illustrate that in an example real life that you can get a picture of this so COVID-19 you have two far left far right extremes one extreme is 
this is a hoax. <laughs> this is a man-made, manufactured thing that is being used to scare off the mass population. So therefore, I'm not wearing a mask. Therefore, I don't need no freaking hand sanitizer. Let's get that out of my face. I'm going to do and go about things the way I want to go about seeing things and going things. And I got researchers upon scientists and, and, and medical doc doctors and practitioners to back up all the reliable sources as to why I'm doing what I'm doing to justify what I want to do because I ain't following no rules. That's where I'm at. And then there's another extreme, right? I'm watching the news. I'm petrified. My, my soul is anchored in fear. Hand sanitizer? I'm going to take a bath in this hand sanitizer. You say six feet? I'll give you 66 feet. You say wear a mask? I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear the covering. I'm going to make sure I have backups in my pocket. I'm going to have some Lysol. You see what I'm saying? I'm just painting a picture. I'm not trying to sound silly. And I'm not even trying to specifically pinpoint anybody in particular. Honestly, in all honesty, there's nobody that's running through my mind that I am specifically um, bashing or being condescending or rude or disrespectful to anybody. No, there's, there's, there's no condemnation in this. But you have to ask yourself, when that person that thinks this COVID-19 is a hoax meets up with this individual who is solely based off everything that they're seeing and they're implementing, they're taking the precautions, but they're going overboard. When these two meet ways, where's the common ground? Why can't the common ground be, you know what, I'm going to wear my mask, I'm going to wash my hands, I'm going to stay sanitary, but I'm not going to let that limit me from doing what God's called me to do. I'm not going to let that limit me from taking care of day-to-day -day things that I know I need to take care of. So yeah, hey, nice to meet you. I, yes, I got my mask on. You don't want to shake hands? Respect. You want to shake hands? It's okay. I put on my glove. How do you how do you want this to look like? That that's the thing I'm narrowing down. God, what do you want this to look like? I don't want to be so far left. I don't want to be so far right. Matter of fact, I'm going to go real quick. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 30 because I believe this is a great point to implement even though it's not talking about COVID. It's not talking about specifically um you know your personal issues but i think there is a tool that can specifically be applied to this here and now so that way you can really understand what i'm saying so check this out proverbs chapter 30 verses 7 through 9 it says two things i request of you depriving me not before i die remove falsehood and lies from me give me neither poverty nor riches Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you and say, who's the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still and profane the name of my God. Godliness with contentment is great gain, right? So your heart response to your father, which is in heaven and your actual satisfaction that is only found in him is the great gain. Your great gain isn't found in any material things, right? 
So where is that balance? What is that balance? Well, I believe it's very, very simple. The easy, simple answer is obviously Christ, right? But I want to take it a step further. A lot of us believe that Christianity is just a bunch of rules that keep us from what we want to do. When realistically, when you come in contact with the true and living God that is in the word, you choose not to do the things that you used to do because you choose him. So if I love the Lord my God with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength, everything I got, and love my neighbor as myself, that is the plumb line on how to establish common ground. Christ is the plumb line. His word is the plumb line. And I know I'm making this sound so simple, and I'm not trying to have you to gloss over this. You know, a wise man once said, that common ground breaks up the fallow ground. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Malachi did say, how can two walk together lest they be in agreement? I believe single-handedly, unfortunately, with my generation, the millennials, one thing we're doing a terrible job of is disagreeing, but still not disconnecting. Whoever you may be, whatever you are doing, what does that really mean? For you to have a true common ground without disconnecting. You know, a word says, grievous words stir up strife, but a soft answer turns away wrath. There are so many times I've been in situations where I was talking with somebody and there was a great disagreement. They were feeling offensive or defensive because they thought I wasn't understanding what they're saying. So when I go out of my way and explain, okay, what I'm hearing is, and I explain and I say out loud what they are saying. Because I'm trying to bring understanding because there could be something I'm missing out on. Are you willing to do the same thing? That's what it really takes to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because God doesn't desire any to perish. He's long-suffering towards us. Why can't we exude that same long-suffering towards others that God extends towards us? That's what it means to love your neighbor as yourself. You know, I was really grieved about this recent events with the famous gospel artist. I'm sure y'all know him, who I'm talking about, Kirk Franklin. And here's the thing, y'all, and make it very clear. Noah's actions weren't right. No, he didn't go about it the right way. But remember, having common ground and having clear context as the full circle entails, why are we so quick to pass judgment on somebody else? It's either that or we are quick to justify the person's actions by saying a cliche. Oh, well, we all have sinned. We, we, we all fall short. Why can't there be 
a common ground, y'all. Why can't there be an understanding of saying, okay, wow, I see my impurities. I see where I'm at. Wow, I see what's going on here. I need to draw closer to God. And in case you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> there was recent events with Kirk Franklin and his oldest son. I don't know if it's his oldest son, but I know it's his child. He opened up an audio and he recorded his dad going off on him. And that's what it was. Now, some time went on. I think it was either that same day or it was a day later. I don't know, one of the two. But he came out publicly and he apologized. Now, here's where the issue at hand happens. Is you got, again, two extremes. You see what I'm doing here? You see how I'm, I'm carrying on from me to COVID now to this situation? I'm making this clear, y'all, that I don't have a problem exposing myself and saying that, look, I don't have it all together. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking that every Christian is like, oh, I'm, 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 up, I'm up here or, man, no, nah, you're living in la-la land. Nah, Willie is a real person. I'm a real person. You could really reach out to me. Like, I really need prayer. Like, I'm really walking this thing out. And this is real life, y'all. He went out and he apologized. Now, there's one party that's saying, see, that goes to show he's a false prophet. And this, this, that, and the third. And they're just, just bashing this man a new one. <laughs> you got another party far left. It, it seems like as if. They're justifying. It's almost like they're justifying. Well, hey, we're, we're all human. Hey, you know, well, I mean, I remember with me and where is the common ground, y'all? Amongst the body of Christ. You know, the Bible does say judgment will start in the house of God first. In the house of God first. That's what it needs to be, y'all. There needs to be common ground. Are we going to be quick to pass judgment and throw this man away? Or are we going to consider ourselves with the spirit of, spirit of gentleness in Galatians 6.1 and really, really see what that really means? Somebody's overcoming a trespass. Are we going to really, really embrace them? Or are we going to condemn them? Are we going to put them in a place that God doesn't even put them in? Or are we going to consider ourselves? Wow, you know, that very well could be me. That could have been me cussing out my child. That could have been me cussing out this person. That could have been me doing this, that, and the third. That very well could have been me. Am I going to forgive my debtors? Am I really going to, am I really going to forgive? Or am I going to justify why I'm doing what I'm doing? I really want y'all to take this to heart. I know this is completely unconventional. I know I'm usually, you know, coming through with different scriptures. And I've given y'all verbally scriptures, but I really feel led by Holy Spirit to stay on this. God, what is your common ground? This party is saying this. This 
whether whatever it may be i'm not coming against any political party i'm not coming against any side because there's truth to certain aspects to either both sides and i'm talking about in your personal life first yo i'm not just talking about kirk franklin this is bigger than kirk franklin this is bigger than covid because all of these things are going to continue to happen heaven and earth heaven and earth excuse me will pass away but the word is going to stand forever if god really works all things together for good to those who love him who are the called according to his purpose that means that the situations that are coming at you that are happening happen you think that happen to be happening to you they're not going to stop happening it's going to take a change of heart a change of mind a change of perspective and it's going to take god in order for you to see the things differently than you have before because you can go through the same situation next year and still go about it the same way or you can go through the very same situation have a change of heart a change of mind a change of perspective look at it a totally different way because god is the one that has persuaded you by faith to go forth the way he's calling you to go about going so i want to leave that with you today what is god's common ground god what is your common ground do you want to go with one extreme or the other are you going to have the courage to truly confront your own biases to truly confront your own faults are you willing to go in that place of solitude to allow god to correct you and direct you are you willing to do that brother sister and perhaps you're listening to this podcast right now and this is hitting you a little different dang willie this common ground you're talking about how can we even meet this common ground you're talking is this even possible these are understandable questions and i'm not here to give you a cliche answer that i'll just try to find out and try to dig for my hat say hey here five dollars bye no I'm being honest with you. I'm going to be forward with you. The only way that there can be true common ground is found in Jesus Christ. That's probably the answer you did not want to hear. That's probably the answer you don't want to hear, but I'm giving it to you straight. No chaser, y'all. The only way you'll go about doing things differently from a change of heart, a change of mind, a change of perspective is through Jesus Christ. And in closing, I want to leave you with a couple of things. If you heard this and you really do want to come to a common ground in peace and reconciliation with Christ Jesus, understanding that he is the only way, the truth, and the life, I want to read you two passages of scripture and I want to explain to you and take my time with you so that way you can really truly understand what is taking place. If you rejected him, you reject him. God bless you. If you want to message me, you want to talk more about it. I'm still open to talk with you. 
it's all good. But if you're somebody listening and you want to hear the gospel, I want to give it to you right now. Acts 2.38 says, Peter said, no, 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 let me go back. Acts 2.36, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you are, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. This is Peter speaking to the people. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? That's probably the question you're asking. This is the question they asked Peter and the apostles after hearing about this Jesus that has been crucified, paid a serious price. What shall we do? So just as Peter said then and there, what shall we do? I'm going to tell you what to do. 38. Then Peter said to them, repent. Every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are fall off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Just like I said in that Freestyle Friday, God is with you. And if God is not with you right now, God wants to be with you. He doesn't desire for any to perish. He's long suffering towards us. He desires for you to turn to him or to repent, to, to do a 180 and run towards him. The book of Romans 10 and 9, it says it very clearly that if you confess or if you openly declare or you say it out of your mouth in agreement with God, that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This saved means that you will be rescued from the penalty and the power of sin and death. You need to understand that there is a disease that is greater than AA. It's greater than any kind of addiction that is binding the hearts and the minds of so many of us. And that's sin. But the only way that that curse was broken was God sending his son to die on the cross to pay such a severe, severe, severe price that we may have open relationship with the God of this universe. And in order for us to continue in this walking process with God, we must believe that he is Lord. So if you believe that today, simply repeat after me. I confess out of my mouth the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead I thank God that I'm saved if you prayed this simple prayer today reach out to me again you might be asking God Willie what do I do the beautiful thing about walking with God is that God specifically ordained it so that we won't do this alone. We're all members one of another. And some of us are called to equip. So if you want somebody that can walk alongside with you and do this thing, because you can't want another yourself, you can't do this by yourself, hit me up. Hit me up on here on Anchor. You could reach out to me. You can message me. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Again, the heartbeat is loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and everything you got.
and loving your neighbor as yourself. So I want to encourage you to ponder on these things that I've spoken about. God, what is your common ground? And to simply answer it, Jesus is the common ground that breaks up the fallow ground. I thank you very much for tuning in. God bless you.